Okay, I'm gonna do the introduction and we're gonna start. Clap! 3, 2, 1. Hi! Hi! <laughs> Hello! Hello! Um, maybe I can do a quick introduction like what are we doing now um, and why are we doing now? Um, so, my name is Gary. My name is Joey. I'm Hazek. Great. Um, so we... Maybe we can talk a little bit about ourselves. Um, what are we doing now? Yeah, and I don't know. We look like we're hostages <laughs> doing, doing a, recording a video. Help us. Someone captured us. That's why are we all in black. No. Yeah, men in black. Attending our funerals on Sunday morning. Oh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, so, maybe I can just start for myself. Like, like brief mm. introduction for those people who don't know us. Um, I'm Gary, and then I also run a small initiative based in Malaysia. It's called Project XYZ. Ooh. And uh, maybe most of the people might know XYZ podcast from my project. And how about you, Joey Lee? Hi everyone, my name is Joey. I'm currently studying my master's in University of Westminster, Master of Architecture. So before this, someone might know me from uh, my another small initiative called yep. Concrete Matters. So yeah, and then right now I'm studying in London right now and meeting Hazik and Gary for the first time in real life nice. and recording this podcast. So it's very unreal actually. It is. Yeah, so Hazik, how about you? Hello, I'm Hazik. I'm just chilling. I don't care if you know me or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I, I'm yeah, I'm happy to be here recording with Joey and Gary. Mm. We'll see where this goes. Yes. Do you, yeah. This I don't know if you guys have any expectations for what this is. Initially, I thought of like this project is like a fun experiment that we can actually you know talk about our daily lives and especially yeah. in London. Like three of yeah. us are from Malaysia, and are from different parts of Malaysia as well, and have different backgrounds. Like for example, <clears throat> we all we, we definitely have different work experience. Yeah. in different places. For example, like me, I work in Singapore for the last three years and in Malaysia. But right now, I'm a student at the age of 27. But like the, the experience is compared to Gary and yeah. who study in Glasgow and Hazi also study in Manchester. Manchester. Mm -hmm. And then you guys have the previous education in the UK mm -hmm. and right now working in the UK right now. Yeah. But also at the same time, not just specifically in the architectural industry, somewhere around the fringe architecture. I'm not sure you want to elaborate on that. Yeah, I mean, also, I guess, um, the fact that we have all been in the UK for different periods of time. Yeah. So this is coming into my fourth year, I think. Ooh. Yeah, I came here in 2017. And I came here, like, last year, September. Yeah. And, and for me, I mean, I did my master's in Glasgow two years ago. Mm. Almost two years ago. And then I moved into London pretty much September last year or October. Uh, so you you say that you are more like familiar with how Scotland is then, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then thank I, you. I, I <laughs> thank you. So 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 I, <laughs> but 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 I, I I because personally I love to walk in the city especially. So cycle. Well my bike got stolen in, in Glasgow so yes I cycle a little bit here <laughs> yeah. Um I think, I think maybe to do an opening about this because it reminds me of one thing that Hazik mentioned 
few days ago, you know, after dinner, and then um, he was saying it was quite surreal for us to be here physically in London specifically. Um, because given the history that we have actually talked so much online before when during the lockdown everyone's there virtually everywhere yeah I mean and uh, apart from that it's also the event that we ran together mm. which is PEM next event um, mm. last year? yeah yeah it was last a year, year. ago mm. yeah so the last episode was last year January no February I think no? I can't remember actually <laughs> I'm sure we did one in December hmm 2020. No, one, one in November, December, and then oh, January. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like a consecutive month. Yeah. yeah. So it ends from last year. Yeah, January the 2021. Beginning, yeah. The yeah. Beginning so it's almost a year. year. It's no? more than a year, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but, but it's nice because uh, we, we. Okay, fun fact also, three of us graduated from Taylor's. Yeah. We, 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 for our part one. Taylor. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Integrity, excellence, and something. I don't know, ask Dr. B. <laughs> okay, anyway. We'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and, 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 and I just thought that it's, it must be very interesting because um, you, you did, yeah, I mean, you worked in Singapore for three years. Mm. And then after that, you decided to study in, yeah. in London specifically. Mm. Is there any particular reason why you... Um, bored of my situation, I guess. No la. I mean, you could have choose like... Europe or, or, or somewhere to do your masters? I mean, London itself is always known as, as a very exciting place to learn. Oh. And I always pick um, the city over the school, if that makes sense. Because I, I do also got right. an offer from Australia as well. I got University of Melbourne offer. Yeah. And um, like Greenwich uh, University. But Sorry. I feel like... How to pronounce it? Greenwich. Greenwich. Uh, Greenwich. Greenwich. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Then, um, I just feel like to pick a city and then to learn from the city. It's, I mean, the environment, I feel like you can learn more from the environment. That's, that's one thing. Choose that's an interesting topic. What do you think of London? What do I think? I yeah, mean, as in like, how do you find London so far and what's your reflection after staying here for three years plus? Yeah, I think it's an amazing city. There's always something going on. Um, it was interesting to be here during the lockdown because it made you really question, and I think not just me, like I think it made a lot of Londoners question why are we here? Yeah. Uh, maybe not Londoners, but people who chose to be in London because that is the draw. That's what brings people here. It's the events, it's meeting people, it's exhibitions, yeah. it's all of these things. Um, you, you went to three galleries to protest yesterday yeah, I mean, and cycling around. Yeah, just to like, you know, it's one just one Saturday, you can go out, you can see as many galleries, exhibitions from all around the world. Yeah. I saw, you know, a Japanese artist, uh, a London artist. Um, yeah. And yeah. I find, I find what you, we talk about a bit over like um, breakfast yesterday about the protests mm -hmm. and how like we, we talk about the things happening around the world and yeah. immediately you got the information yeah. or like you see the reaction of that news immediately in London yeah. itself so they are protesting about the war yeah in I mean so the Russian embassy there's people from all over the world here in London so when something happens and there's enough of them so there's enough of the population that mm -hmm. they will you know make themselves known so when a war breaks out you know for example right now the Russian Ukraine crisis uh, and the Russian embassy is just down the road from where we are. Mm. So I just went 
and saw the situation. And from that, I think you can get a more nuanced understanding of what's happening. You know, reading mm. what people wrote on mm. the placards or on mm. the wall. Definitely. Yeah. Like being in that kind of atmosphere, you are sort of like you know, yeah. emotional, spiritually lifted. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and for me, I think London it became a place where I mean, it got, becomes a place where I think London is no longer London, in a way that London is a is a blank place for me because given the fact that blank it provides ambiguous answer to be filled because it has no identity in a way. I mean, well, of course, history wise, you can talk about Roman ruins and also modern architecture and things like this um, but for me I think London is so it's a, literally a melting pot there is no such thing as Londoners I think I mean for course people who spend years or their hometown memang from London right but then for me I really think it's you just think it's very diverse like, it is very diverse ever changing it has ever changing yeah, yeah 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 and, but and, that is London like that, yeah. that's literally yes so, yeah. so that, that characteristic is, is London yeah, if the, the, the moment you don't define London, that's London. Mm. To define London is not to define London. Mm. And, and, and I find it like, because personally I love cities and mm. um, I work for a year in KL, not really KL but Sentul. Uh, mm. But I love to experience the city when it's, you know, after night or mm. in the early morning like 2 or 3 o'clock. Mm. Same goes to Singapore as well. So. Mm. Um, I like cities where while your heart is so calm but the city is still moving mm. or when your heart is so chaotic but the city is so quiet so it's uh, this kind of yeah. dynamic yeah 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 since we're on the topic of cities right but I'm just wondering like if your hometown like where you actually comes from actually affect your preference of like Places you want to live in. So, like for example, I'm from Penang, Malaysia. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Penang Lang. <laughs> how many minutes into the conversation? <laughs> anyway. Like Ten minutes. Penang always the best. Anyway. <laughs> so like Penang is is a, so I live in <coughs> the island side. Sorry. No offense to the mainlanders, but I love you also. Anyway, so <laughs> the island itself has a lot of it's 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 both heritage and also a lot of nature. Yeah. So I always go to the beach around. Uh, drive around the island to go, go to the beach and then even though like later stage in my life I go to KL and study in Taylor's and also go to Singapore and work and yeah. also eventually come to London I feel like a part of me right like deep down I still wanted to stay or at least retire in somewhere very near nature definitely not in the city mm. I just feel like I have that kind of longing yeah I'm not sure about you guys do you imagine Sorry, I just have, I, I keep thinking, like you said, heritage and nature. Mm. And I, like, I cannot stop thinking, like, isn't nature our oldest heritage? Like, mm. anyway, sorry. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I just, yeah. Um, but to answer your question, I mean, it's a difficult one for me because I, I grew up uh, in a lot of different places. I was moving around a lot. Mm. Uh, on average in my life, like every four years, I moved uh, a city, which moved schools and all this stuff. So. For me, actually, what I'm comfortable in is moving. Like mm. I, <laughs> you you like the nomadic lifestyle. Yeah, after about four or five years, I feel a bit restless, a bit itchy. Um, yeah. So now I've been in London for about four years. So kind of the mover. It's it's it, 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 it was getting there like last year, but then I 
found new experiences, new like a new job, everything, mm-hmm. which kind of resets it, mm-hmm. and and you see it a different way. You see the world a different way. So that what that helped. So I think it's just about not being stuck in one place or situation for too long. But now, now I'm 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 curious that because you say you were saying you moving here and there, for example, I mean defined by the fact that like a geographical territorial yeah. thing, like for example from KL to yeah. Dubai, for example. Yeah. But then in London, can imagine it's a whole yes. world. Yeah. Then east side to west side exactly. is Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's the thing. Like the this. So in my four years here, I've lived in south, north. Now we're in the west. I haven't explored East yet, so that's like a new, you know, territory. And then that's yeah. only within like Zone Two, which is you know not far off from the city center. Yeah, we still have like Zone Three, Four, Five, yeah, Six yeah. to explore, and it's so much. It's so different. Okay, okay. So, yeah. so, 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 I mean, I haven't come to a point. Of course, you you got job, and also there are things that you find very secure to stay in London, but other parts of London. Yeah, London helps in that sense that if you do get bored, just move, like move borough. You know, move, move east, move like yeah. wherever you are. Just yeah, and and then across the river as well, it's different. Like if you're north of the river, south of the river, it's different. Yeah. So in a way, the definition of home to you is not always a permanent location. Then. No. Yeah. It's always changing in transit. I think so. Yeah. Mm. This reminds me of the book that I lent you. It's called Home in the World. Because that guy is actually moving here and there, he did his uh, he studied in in the India and then he moved mm. to Cambridge, mm. went to America, things like this. So he's going here and there. That's interesting. How but what you? about you, Gary? <laughs> um, so maybe a little bit personal background. I done my masters and then there comes a point. Of course, I need to find a job. Um, before that, I was so insist and very persistent saying that I wanted to go back to Malaysia. Because I find potential in Malaysia, not just about career, and also for me to find the passion that I would like to do. Um, even though now, there are projects and also passion that I wish to execute in Malaysia. Um, but then I realized that internet allows me to do so much things without physically there, unless sometimes you can be there. Um, so. In the end, I decide okay, maybe I should stay because COVID already took me two years of my study years, and I thought okay, I should spend more time away from Malaysia and try to experience something different. Mm-hmm. It is very different now. So during my period of um, job searching, and then I do have this dilemma where do I need to find a job to secure my place to stay, or I need to secure the place to stay to secure my job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that mm-hmm. that the dilemma. So, so. So I moved to Bristol for a short period of time. Then after that, I decided, okay, I must go to London mm-hmm. because I think one one of the fact is that because I was driven by all the job vacancies of offered on Dizin, for example, they are all based in London. So I was thinking, okay, since I put all the nets in London, so I just thought maybe I should move to London. Um, but then after I arrived in London, I feel like okay, there are chances that I could ended up in Birmingham. I could ended up in um, down south or mm. in Kent, somewhere you know, or even Manchester or Liverpool. Um, but then in the end, I think what draws my intention to you know finally decide to settle down in London is because I just thought that it's it's a huge city and mm. it's a city where I think 
I can't find in Manchester or Liverpool. For, I mean, I'm, I'm yet to explore that. But then I just thought that London itself has so many mini Londons. But if I go to Glasgow, right, Glasgow don't have little Glasgow's because it's, it's small. Glasgow itself has a very interesting history. Actually. It is, it yeah, is. Because my main project right now is in Glasgow. Yeah. So to read into like the shipbuilding industry in the past and then how does the industry collapse after World War II and also how now the new wave of regeneration projects happening with all the new buildings. Yeah. And also at the same time, there's so much derelict buildings as well. So yeah. So there's a very interesting landscape to walk on when you're in Glasgow. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, when, when you mentioned about the smaller kind of sections of the city, like I lived in Manchester for a year and I kind of agree with you that Manchester as a whole is kind of one borough of London. So it could be like Hackney, you know? Mm. And so it does kind of have like, you know, Chinatown, it has the kind of hipster quarter, it has the Indian road with all the curry, mm. so it's called the curry mile. Yeah. But then yeah, you can find that within one borough of mm. Hackney in London. Mm. Yeah. And then if you get bored of that, you can go to the borough of Camden and you, you know, within that, it's something different as well. So mm. yeah, London does have that going for it. I, I think maybe I wanted to um, push our conversation to another topic where rather than we talk about cities, it's more like what are we going to do? I mean, part of this is actually the things that I wish to do um, in London because we do have the opportunity to record this together physically. Um, before that, perhaps we will do it on Zoom. Um, it's more like something personal which I wish to ask you both um, about what are the things that you wish to do in the next one year let's say or six months I mean yeah. this is a part of it right I mean we do have other things we wish to come up with um, like competition or write a book or things like this time to manifest go on yeah, yeah. go on Joey <laughs> well to me um, for the next one year definitely I will still be studying yeah and of definitely. course definitely definitely anyway um, I feel like to enjoy London though. Although as simple as it sounds, um, because to me, I just feel like there's so much changes. Um, I mean, I experienced so much changes since last year starting mm. here. So not just from a working lifestyle to yeah. a student lifestyle, the kind of mentality shift, like having got income and become no income. And then also shifting from a, where I usually because Chinese is my first language mm. and then here whereby you're surrounded by a group of angmos and then they all speak very very fast yeah. sorry what is angmos? angmos uh, are um, Caucasian or British or I, I don't know red hair red hair oh come on <laughs> anyway yeah so I think in terms of that and also about weather how we come from like a tropical weather weather or not huh? Sorry, sorry, weather, yeah. weather climate, okay. climate, climate, and then here in a very cold country, just for me, I feel like not just I experience change physically and also like a lot mental mm. as well. And mm. we don't often give enough credits for people who actually going abroad to study or to work to live. Mm. I mean, cause it's happening so often nowadays, right? But yeah. then it actually takes so much courageous and mm. also adaptation adjust yourself to to suit to a new lifestyle mm. Mm. and I find that harder when you get older mm. so for the next one year I definitely 
And so right now it's actually my it's coming to the half year mark from mm. last year I landed in the UK. Mm. So for the next one year, I definitely hope that I can get more well acquainted with London. Yeah. Know more about the inside out, the small streets, the wish Lorong to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And also <clears throat> onto the note of like competition that you just mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, definitely interested to participate in the local festival as well as competition. Yeah. Actually, one thing I realized about London City is the speed. So just now we talk about the sizes of it, mm, right? Mm. I feel like the speed is really fast in terms of like ideas and people traversing like places. The idea last week, today is already completely absolute already. Then it's is like it just keep on changing and very fast and then keep on throwing ideas and good things and exciting ideas keep on just throwing out. And then gallery just always have like new exhibitions and then you just get very inspired all the time. Is it fast as Singapore? I how I don't think I live long enough in London to actually compare to Singapore, but in terms of the number of galleries, definitely London is more. And Singapore, mm, yes, but also, I wouldn't say as diverse as London. Hmm. Like you still see a good amount. I might get attacked on this, but anyway, I'm just gonna say because it's based on my experience. I do went to like events. There's this called Sunday Design Morning where they give talk as well, and you ask a talk, and then different galleries, but. Mm, yeah, definitely wouldn't wouldn't be as diverse as London, I would say. Yeah, actually, in that that if that's the case, I I'm not sure what do you wanted to add in response to that. But but I'm more like because of talking about speed, I would relates to how do because you work in the architecture firm before that. Mm-hmm. Now you sort of change your job to something quite mm-hmm. In a different spectrum, but even though still mm-hmm. in the construction and industry line, mm-hmm. how do you perceive fast or speed living in this city? Not just about exhibition or events, but rather lifestyle, where you know job and also perhaps your personal hobby or. Yeah, I mean that's interesting. I guess I guess your question is: Does your job affect how you experience the city and and kind of your pace of life? Yeah, like I think my job itself, the, the pace has changed. Uh, if you're familiar with being in an architecture firm, or just you know, if you just think about buildings being built, it takes a long time, right? Even a small building will take two to three years from the start of the project of saying, "I want to build something." Yeah. Not you. Well, the client would say that, and then come to you, yeah. and then to the point where it starts on site, maybe a year or two later, and then another two years for it to be complete. That's five years of your life going yeah. towards one building. So it's, it's, it's very different. So I worked in an architecture firm for three years and through that, most of it, I worked on one project and mm. it was good. Like it was, it was really gratifying. I saw it from concept until now it's on site and then I left and it's hopefully going to be built. <laughs> uh, I mean, completed at like end of this it year. It is almost there, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the superstructure is all up. And then now like I've switched to an industry where I have to keep up with what's happening in the world. I need to be in tune i need to know all the current events and exhibitions and and also the latest trends no i haven't (laughs) but you know if you're smart enough you can gather that (laughs) but anyway um yeah so i I work in a pr and communications agency and 
what for a lot of kind of clients within the built environment and the built environment is simply put everything you see out there that's not nature some human has built it that is the built environment so yeah. roads buildings you know yeah. churches mosques whatever yeah. any of these things um and then there's a lot of players that go into that right so you have the architect you have the contractor you have the developer you have the engineers consultants yeah. lawyers all these people and they all kind of need pr because in the end they are all businesses mm. and they need a reputation mm. um and so that's what i do now basically consult uh these firms or companies on how they should brand themselves and what's the messaging that they want to give out mm. Mm. so for example like now the two hot things uh which is good in a way is just sustainability and um inclusivity diversity and all these things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's good you know but you do have to be kind of wary about whether it is just a pr exercise or whether they're being genuine about it mm. but sorry i digress going back it's all about the pace i think it changes it reminds quite a bit. me of the term greenwashing yeah so mm-hmm. we are very very aware of that especially in the pr industry because if you do do that people are going to call you out And that's another thing about being here in the UK in general. London may be a bit more, but UK generally people are very vocal. Mm. If you say something they don't think is right, they'll call you out. They mm. will tell you that's bullshit. Mm. No, you can't like we're smarter than that. Mm. Um and that's why PR is quite essential here as well because we need to consult you that you better not say like, you know, and if you say something you need to be able to claim it. Mm. Mm. So all the offices like everyone wants to say we're the first net zero office. Mm. And you know, first, like how many firsts can you have? You can only have one first. So who's gonna do it? Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, going back, I think the pace itself is it's very very quick, um, and that does make me well. It's slowly making me kind of live London differently. Mm-hmm. I am going out to a lot more exhibitions, but also that's because I have a lot more time now. Like architecture took Which up nice. way too much time. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So it's fast yet slow. In, In a, way. a way. Yeah. Interesting. But just to add on like I think the past for me anyway like the next year or two I think I want to do a, a bit more physical things and a bit more kind of tangible things in What? the real Define world. Be fine physical things. You know, like the trend is going into the metaverse but I kind of want to withdraw from that and mm. be here. I want to be present because I feel like the past 2 years we have been there. Like the past 2 years a lot we have been living in the digital realm. Yeah, like this we did this but we did this online. So now I'm keen that we are able to do this in person. I want to do it in person and I want to do more of these things mm. in person. Um yeah. I want to do a quite a leeway from here. I'm quite interested like how do we know each other? Well, we haven't uh, you have an answer like what you want to do in the next 2 years. Well, I got lots of plan. Thing. I got lots of plan. Um well I mean architecturally definitely I do have plans for you know project XYZ and they are exciting projects coming in in London um which I'm trying to beat now. Um Woo! um two restaurants very exciting. Um It's still even though it's a idea proposal but I find it very very fun because in London you can do almost everything. Mm. Um yeah, so that's quite something that I'm look forward. Um podcast definitely. So later on I will record one more. <laughs> um and then looking forward yeah, looking forward to do some events especially um some teaser here we're going to do something with Draft magazine uh on behalf of Lanai. And uh, recently I just met a friend who we're going to talk about business 
or entrepreneurship in architectural business. Um, personally, I would love to try triathlon. Ooh, not try. Right. You've done it before, no? I done it once. Um, I think this time it's gonna be different because it's cold weather. Mm. So even though in summer, you have not yeah. done one in a cold. No, I I wish to come back. I mean, I really enjoy cycling. Um, in in UK so far, in general or overseas. Um, swimming and running that's another different thing on the note of sports and especially sports competition right? I just feel like it has it, it has so much impact like to a person psychologically in a sense it's because you prepare for it and then when you actually like win it or even though you don't win it it, yeah. it just gives you a great sense of satisfaction well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean it's more of the point where I wish to challenge myself physically mm. I mean and also somehow will relate to mentally like yeah. okay I can I feel do like that. it, it gives you more confidence now like when, when you do sports I don't know because last time when I do sports I just feel like it gives you the confidence and then you can also transfer that confidence into your daily life and also into your work and then and then recently I found out something very interesting because I always thought that Hazik is a very low profile person and that he don't show his confidence <laughs> until recently we play badminton together I found out that this guy Alter really ego. <laughs> Alter ego come out right kiasu right <laughs> oh come out man it's like yeah. but which he is really like, can play. You he can, really can you can play. channel the alter ego. Like, yeah, it has to come out somewhere. When in 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 somewhere else, yeah. Yeah, I'm nice. surprised. That's another level of unlock. Yeah, I feel I actually. I mean, just on that note, I do feel it's quite strange for people who only know me on the badminton court. So there are people who didn't know you in real yeah, life. They don't then. know me in real life, <laughs> <laughs> and so they think I'm this like really cocky, like I don't know, really annoying. Like hey, Joey, pick up the ball. Hey, Gary. <laughs> Smash battle, please! <laughs> no, 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 he won't, he won't, he won't be like... He, I, I think, I, I, try, I try to recall, I try to recall... I remember whenever I try to serve, you will be like, Hey, Joey, we can do this, huh? Win this round, huh? win this round, also. I mean, I do that for sure. <laughs> but obviously, someone took it personally, that's not on me. <laughs> but I feel like all is fair in love, war, and sports. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, that reminds me of like, the days... In high school, don't you feel like you play sports and then... so Sorry, in high school, you play so much team sports. Yeah. Like you can play football in the gang, basketball, yeah. handball. Yeah. As compared to when you go into adulthood, yeah. it's mostly solo sports like yeah. boxing, jogging. It's not... I mean, yes, to an extent, but also mm. that's also how you can make new friends. Is like there's a lot of sports clubs yes, that definitely. you can just join. Yeah. yeah. But you have to be able to... Make new friends. Yeah, like. and want to do that. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's I, so hard to find that the friends that you're familiar with, that you used to play with, to yeah. play together anymore. So I just find that the sense of familiarity is lost. It's a good excuse to make friends though. Yeah, it is. It, it is. is hard to make yeah. friends yeah. as adults and okay. also in life. Are we going to that topic, how to make friends? <laughs> uh, <laughs> influence are we all <laughs> introvert or extrovert here? I'm extrovert to my surprise. I am... You're freaking ex- extrovert. Man. Actually, I think I have slowly translated to introvert. But from my 16 personality text, it's still extrovert. How's it you're introvert? Still right? extrovert. You're always intro- extrovert, no? I don't know. I just feel like. At I some have point, a theory. Yeah. Ambivert? I know. I have a theory that you, you're becoming slightly more introvert just because of language. Mm. Yeah, because you're not able to express yourself. Exactly, oh. and it's very frustrated. I'm not sure if this is related to anyone out there. It's like, um, stare into the camera. Uh, so, <laughs> my first, so I study in a Chinese school. So, 
Yeah. Chinese is definitely my first language. So being able to talk about English and also trying to moderate, trying to present and trying to talk in a architectural professional language. I don't know, it's it's, it's a challenge though. But I guess that's why we're here as well and that's why yes. we're doing this. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting eh, because I was like, you know, she she did a dry run of her presentation mm-hmm. and I'm so surprised because she ran quite well with all the concrete matter sessions and then before all the concrete matter sessions, do you believe and I have to tell you that I had dry run before that also? I 100% believe that. Yeah. So meaning to say before concrete matter there is... And I, I know you have a script. I have a script and I, I dry run myself. Oh, so hey, before there is cement disclosure, matter. Disclosure, disclosure. Yeah, I mean, no, that's the blame. I mean, I just feel like um, if I practice more, I'll get more comfortable with it and then... Yeah. Better. So the next day after the dry run, right, yeah, she went better than the day that night. <laughs> what but, if it was in Chinese though? Do you think you still have to dry run? I still have dry run, but I will definitely be more much comfortable, more natural. Really? Hmm. Hello, sir. You are my so she was saying she was one of the debaters oh. in Chinese. Really? But it's different because when you talk, when you present your architectural works, it's different. You don't talk about colonial or. <laughs> I don't la, I don't la. It's very technical. I very, very technical. I think I love this scripture. <laughs> But 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 it's, it, I mean I mean but but for me I'm not sure about you because we three of us we do talk quite a lot I mean but we talk in a different English. setting. Yeah, we always talk in English. Huh? Yes, but then it's more Malaysian the, English. <laughs> no no no, it's not about the channel. It's about the mindset that you set to say something. Mm. Because I find Hazid when I mean in the podcast setting or event setting, um, I mean I try to recall let's say Pam next event. You are the intellectual one. Ooh. Ooh. Um, it then, didn't come from me. And then, Sorry and then I'm the I'm the I'm the mediator. Okay. And then you are the clown. <laughs> oh my days. Oh my days. It's a good good. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no 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 Do you remember? Do you remember the one we did with Shunri? And then the th- the, the one about chicken. And then she was keep following up about the freaking chicken. You remember? Yeah, the remember chi- the, the, the rooster? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't say calm, but maybe like just the, the down to earth, very like so, like sociable, yeah. uh, charming in in that way. I think I'm also charming, but in a different way. <laughs> yeah. But you're, you're like the Sorry, casual. Sorry, I, I have the dumb blonde vibe going on. <laughs> the, yeah, but it's an act, isn't it? Oops. Isn't it? Oh. <laughs> um, I just find that like a lot of times, Laugh and smile can actually try to convey the message. As yeah, well. and also it's actually yeah, and it gets people saying. to speak. Yeah, mm. and it's more casual. I find. I mean, you don't have to like just say much or like give a directional quote, and people will know actually what to speak. And then if I can compare the three events, right? I think the first one is quite serious. No, the first yeah. one was mine, or yeah, 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 the one about right. I don't think so. I mean, of course, three of them are fun. I think it's just that they want more proper, more. Not proper, more formal, I would say. And then the second one, of course, it went somewhere else. It went all shoots and almost quite a omni directions. I find. Like. And then the third one is like. Eh. 
Huff, huff. Reflecting? Ooh. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> Reflecting back at I don't remember what the first, second one, third one was. The first one was the first magazine. Okay. And then the second one was phenomenology. And then the third one with The second one was what? Um, phenomenology about senses. Yeah. Yeah. And then how to experience where I think remember have Shi Tian Tian, Shunri and Huat Lin. Yeah. And then the third one is about make uh, doing other ways of doing architecture with Ryu Rig, Yan and Who's the oh. Hong Kong lady? You also don't remember, you also don't remember! Because it's your event, not ours event. Um Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Mui. Ah yeah, yeah, I remember. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think I think we should do it again. Um because I think I think because of the setting and also co- go through the certain period like where we need to find the sponsorship and also uh, the whole thing of releasing the poster approach to people and it's big in a sense we are actually collaborating with perhaps the most uh, representative um, institute in Malaysia of architects right? so that's the you know that's the big thing lah. so somehow the whole setting is like uh, become more formal and more big larger scale uh, rather than you know like this we don't even need to plan you know we well just... actually in my this is just my opinion yeah whether with collaboration with pam or not pam is a uh, architect malaysia oh sensitive content coming up it's not sensitive no it's yeah. not sensitive i just feel like um with or without them we are still gonna make do this it's just that i just um i feel like in in a way our very own initiative has its own impacts and a yeah. positive one, I'm sure. And whether it requires, um, I don't know, latching on a bigger institute like that, it's a privilege to cooperate, but I don't think we are desperate for it. I don't know how to put it in a nice way. Thank yeah. you, PR help. We didn't, right? We didn't. I mean, I guess what you're saying is how much did we gain from collaborating with Pam? Um, mm. And like initially, I think. <laughs> I mean, we're we're all adults here, so we're all gonna be transparent, mature, and and about the conversation. <laughs> no, but I think like I I definitely thought that having Pam would help us get the speakers, mm. but actually I don't think that was the case from our experience. I think the fact that we reached out to them, yeah. I mean, I think maybe it helped to say that oh, oh we're, this is like, a talk. We're doing it with Pam. Yeah. But actually, it, I think it was more our initiative. Yeah. Um. Because we, we actually invited the speakers yeah. themselves and we actually find the sponsor. You actually found the sponsorship, no? Yeah. So, in a way, this could have been like yeah. some event that we can organize. It's, it's something to learn from and I think like it does benefit. Like with Pam, you know, no doubt they have their own channels. They have they reach a certain group of, of people. audience. Yeah, so so reach, yes. yeah I'm not yeah. saying that it was bad. I think but. it's... I think it's good in the sense that through that platform, we actually know a lot of people as well. Yeah, and a lot of people know us. Mm. So that's good. I wouldn't say it's bad or good, but it's just collaboration seeing as it is. Yeah. yeah. So, we, we've been talking for about 45 minutes maybe? 50 minutes? That is long. Yeah. I didn't expect that. Yeah. So maybe we want to wrap this up. How, how do we want to do it, Mr. Moderator? Um, yes. So I just thought that because... Um, so this is going to be kind of like a monthly catch-up 
with our you know in a very casual way um because that's what i thought in a way like because i really enjoy you know we talk about architecture sometimes i just drop by i mean your place um and then talk about things and yeah and i i find it very enjoyable and i think almost and it's something something very interesting when i'm now working in london and people especially colleagues they would start off their conversation after weekends or even after a day they would ask how's your day how was your day if let's say monday how was your weekend so it's very interesting that we can do we can integrate this kind of uh, culture in a way to catch up with other people <laughs> to ask how are you doing how were you doing do we not do this in malaysia yeah quite rare isn't it I mean, sometimes we catch I mean, up, but then maybe not everyone will say how are you will say yes. hi. But but I I think in Malaysia we tend. I mean, to... I, I I think I did mention to Hafiz before, like when I first came to UK, and then people were asking people, everyone just said how are you, how are you. So my the the answer I'm thinking like, do you really want to know how am I, or like just I'm just gonna say not bad, that's it. Because there was a few times I just said, oh, you wanna know how am I? So I give a very elaborate answer of how my day is. Yeah. You're like, oh, uh, okay, can, and then they just shout. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's it's just in terms of culture. We don't we don't take the word how are you as it is. So we just see they just see as a high. Yeah. And so, then if they really want to know how your day, they'll ask a second time, like, how is it going? And this happened not just at the close friend or acquaintance level, it happens at the stranger level as well. It's a yeah. good opening. I remember I was in a bus and then someone just, he holds a lot of prints and then with a dog, a freaking big dog. Um, so he just sit next to me and then he says, sorry, I got a big dog and then I got the prints and everything. And then I said, it's okay. And then he start. How are you doing? And then he said, oh, then we keep on talking. And then talks about prints. And somehow he introduced me to a framer, picture framer in Dalston, which I thought is very nice because you, you somehow are invited to someone's lifestyle, and it's not something major. Not like oh, we talk about Ukraine war or something like <laughs> Brexit or things like this. You know, I mean, I'm all, I'm I'm surely interested to know more. What's your opinion? But then in a more candid, more slice-of-life kind of conversation. And personally, I think this is the one one thing that I learned, you know, one of the best things I learned when I start working in here, start working here, is that you become a better listener. Because when you ask how are you, whether you are good or not, I'm always interested to know. And then if it's good, then we can share the happiness. If you're not good, then how can I help you? So, how are you is not just about like a, you know, ketahua, how do you say? It's something very... E- you say it just out of courtesy. A greeting. Yeah, out, yeah, out yeah. Out of courtesy instead of like really meaning it. Exactly. I mean, I don't know. I think I have a very different opinion about all of this. <laughs> mm. I think it's, a, I think it's, 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 it's more dependent on how you receive it than how you give it. I mean, I think most people will say how are you just out of a greeting. And like a hello. Courtesy. Yeah, it's not It's not that deep. Um, the person who asked you how are you on the bus is... I mean, you, you guys are stuck next, next to each other for a trip, okay, right? Like, he got okay, no okay. choice but oh, to talk no to choice. you. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, these are boys. Yeah, yeah, talking mean, to me. But I agree with you. Like There are those moments in London that are very nice. And it's not just London. It's 
UK, but I also think it's the world. Like I think that sure. can happen in KL. Sure. If there's you know an old grandma on a bus, like she will definitely speak to you and tell you about her day. And yeah, I always do that in Penang. Sorry. How, like, do, how do they say how only Penang people are friendly? <laughs> like no, we because in Penang we speak in Hokkien. So, so they don't ask how are you. They ask if you had your lunch or anything. No. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The first the first question is about like have you eaten. It's yeah. always about eaten and I, I did have a lunch yet, breakfast yet, dinner yet, and then the conversation starts from yeah. there. It's a, it's a matter of like the conversation, conversation starter. But I think one thing that is different here compared to um, like a Malaysian kind of conversation is that it tends to be a bit more narrative based than storytelling. So you can't, if they ask you how was your weekend, you can't just say, I, I did. I went to the gallery. Like there needs to be a story to it. I see. Oh, I went to the gallery and you know I met this person. And I talked yeah, to this yeah, and yeah, I yeah. found out this. And then, but yeah. the, like people who first came to UK wouldn't know this nuance. No, like, and it takes time to it. to develop because even now, like I, I struggle to come up with a story because I'm also like, why would you care? Mm. But they they're looking for like you know a certain thing that they can then relate to in your story and then they will tell their story and then. Aww. It's a lot of story-based conversation, which is difficult. Now I understand. Perhaps, Thanks for telling. Because <laughs> then, then, then perhaps uh, no, no. Because yeah. uh, let, let me guess. Because perhaps your first experience of how are you sounds like you don't look good. Do you need help? Kind of thing is it? Like how yeah, are you means like you don't look good, dear. You know, yeah. how are you? No, 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 is no, it, I, it's been a, not a lovely day, isn't it? No, I didn't. I didn't take it as sort of in a sympathetic tone. I, All right. They just asked me, how am I, and then. Cause I'm not used to it, so I just replied, "Oh, I'm fine, not bad." And then they kind of have that startled look on their face, as if I'm gonna say something else, or like as uh-huh. if I didn't finish saying something. And then they they'll just take it as I'm not in the mood of talking, exactly. and then yeah. they walk away. Yeah, exactly. Then right now, after you explain it, now I understand. Oh, so they're expecting some kind of like narration. It depends how. Yeah, it depends that, that you person. Have to, yeah, you have to read. But the most of the people. Will, no, you can't say most because <laughs> some people like it also changes day to day like you yeah. said like if they're not in the mood to talk that day yeah they will just walk away and i do the same like if someone asks me and i'm not in the mood to say anything yeah, i just be like yeah i'm good thanks how about you and then they'll say yeah good thanks and then we move on with I our see. day if i want to say something then i'll be like yeah i'm good like over the weekend i i saw this thing and yeah, yeah, yeah it's so much like this nuances like small stuff in the social interaction that it's so culturally different back then i don't know like for mm. example the other day when i was in a bar talking to my cohorts so my tutor was drinking with us as well and then he was asking oh um that butler unit 10 uh, is led by cj lim and then how about the other guy simon something simon heron simon dickens oh sorry then Simon Heron is in Greenwich. But anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah, and then it's, it's Simon something. So he was asking and then Simon's the whole group. Then everyone was like, oh yeah, I can't remember Simon was someone. Then I just bring out my phone and then I just Google Instagram unit 10. But now I said, oh, it's Simon Dickens. And then I show my phone to everyone. And one of the guys was like, whisper to myself, like, uh, actually, you don't have to search for it. It's, it's kind of like, you know, you know thing. Otherwise, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, oh, oh okay, uh, I just put it back. Yeah, because because I thought, I thought, I mean, of course, in the in a polite term, mm. it means like they they would expect you to talk about. If you don't know, then you create a conversation. You get I me? Mean? So so rather than you go and search for it, because for me, I think if I really don't know about certain things, I would ask rather than 
insta searching it so yeah, that, that you create a conversation for hey I really don't know eh. then can you tell me more about it because once you search you got everything you ask Google rather than you ask your friend I think that's the difference here as well like people are not on social media and the internet as much as we are really? in yeah. Malaysia yeah no like yeah. if you have followers on Instagram more than 500 they look at you like what are you like why do you have what are you doing so they, they focus more like on ground yeah yeah they're here they're present they're what in the PR world for? <laughs> huh? because PR matters like that's how you see the world right like and they read the news that's not social media mm. yeah. so they, they will focus more on news than on social media no it depends it's both but it's everything but what I'm saying is that mm. um, like that conversation like what Gary said I think it's true it's mm. let's talk about it yeah. you know I'm not expecting you to know everything mm. and if you don't know then let's talk mm. about it oh Simon what does he do like mm. why you know why come he's not as yes. Yes. all these questions interesting like I feel like the amount of time they spend in the pub talking yeah that's hours hours and hours that's something I find difficult is that how do you have so much to talk about? Exactly. Because I guess, like, like if you don't know Simon, we would just search it up and be like, okay, and that's the end of conversation. Yeah. But no, that's not. They would just talk. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and for me, I think that's why I say it's about the conversation makes you become a better speaker and listener. That That's true. But sometimes you're talking about something. But from, I, I like, personally, I just find it very tiring. Yeah, it is. Right, right, right. Because I get that as well. I, yeah. I guess it's just a, a preference of... A cultural thing, maybe? I don't know. But sometimes it's fun because there are certain like unexpected twists and turns to the conversation. Like it yeah. goes from A to Z to B like, to Like I don't F. understand why you need to spend an hour talking about who Simon is. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. But also But there are things that come out from that conversation yeah, as well. And, 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 and also I think it's not just about of course it's not about the subject yeah. about Simon or things, but it's yeah. more yeah, of like I know, I it's know. the company. Yeah. It's the company and also the time where you realize, ah oh, shit, we have talked about this for three hours and then but you don't stamina you need to build up to, just to well, keep you, up with it if I you guess that's why we're here yeah <laughs> it took from 6 until 12 a.m. midnight wow without eating anything without eating anything and just drinking you've got my respect British <laughs> um, I think I think that's interesting I mean surely that's something that we can talk more about it next time yeah um, should we call this an episode yeah yes, but in one. fact right I want to throw one last question before we I, want, I want to do this like very long uh, time ago please leave a comment we're not there yet <laughs> wait <sighs> yes. what's your last question um quite a generic general question but I think this question might be it could be bringing forward to next week and also from the past week it's, it's like a it's like a question that you can go from past and present my question is do we have to answer this or is it a rhetorical question? A, a brief one would be fine. So you want an answer, okay? You want an answer. How are you? <laughs> I should have asked this at the beginning, but I just thought that how yeah, are you? Yeah. We should actually start the conversation with that. But, but it's yeah. fine, lah. this is the first episode. Then we'll end with then the title should be How Are You? <laughs> oh Actually not bad. Eh? How are you? I'm alright, I'm happy. Uh, it's been a good weekend, really good weather. I'm looking out the window now, it's sunny, blue skies. Still quite cold, but it's nice, perfect. Um, seen a lot of friends, seen a lot of things. Happy to be here. Wake up this morning, did some pancakes. Good vibes. How are you, Joey? Same. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take the mic. This is like the situation. Who is Simon? An hour conversation. Look up. Done. Copy Settle. paste. Settle. <laughs> No, I'm quite happy. I'm really excited to 
<laughs> Sorry, go on, go on. <laughs> to be here, to actually seeing like both of you, and also learning all the new cultures. I'm happy today. Hmm. How are you, Gary? Good. Yeah. It's been a very fruitful week. Um, lots of things coming up, and uh, like I said, I think triathlon is something that I wish to focus and. I think we have plans also lah. One year we will cycle to somewhere else. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So wait, where is this going? We haven't discussed this. Um, is this going on YouTube, Spotify? Where you, is this going? We should go to the YouTube. Um, I think. That's, is this that's under X Y Z or is this a separate thing? Or is that an off the record conversation? Is the off the record conversation? No, I don't know. Spotify. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm quite I mean, happy I, will, I, I would be, I would be love to put it on podcast. Um. But of course, both of us do podcasts as well. But then it's true. Just do it on X Y Z. Yeah. Are you happy with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So guys, new new section of X Y Z podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna think about it, lah. It's a, it's a, maybe it's a new series, or maybe part part under my little ice or something. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, let us know if you have anything that we can talk about. If you want us to do like an on-site location, Ooh, you know, that'd be so fun, though. We can go to the park. We can go to Bloomberg Building and then criticize it. Okay, we can we can do that. Why? <laughs> I sense some anger from that side of the room. <sighs> I'm not sure why. Great. Yeah, it's been a great session. Um, do you wanna do the the plug? Leave us any comment in the link below. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Let us know if you have any question in the comment section. Thank you. Like, subscribe. Like, subscribe, yeah. and follow. Yeah. DM, share around, cause you know you want more of this. Actually, I think. Yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think that's the end. Thank you very much. Bye.